we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sauna I-E. It's Friday, baby, Financial Friday. Um, And on this episode, we're going to be discussing working smarter and not working harder. And my next segment after that will be things, important things that actually matter in life. So with this show, let's kick it off with some quotes of the day. And my first quote is, it isn't the hours you put in, but what you put in the hours. So it's all about effort. It's like, what are you doing on an hourly basis? That's why this quote goes perfect with the segment that we're talking about while working smarter and not working harder. Um, And that's basically being like really utilizing each hour of the day and being productive. What can you do within your first hour of the day? Is it your morning routine? You got the morning routine down pack where you're going to the gym, you're meditating, you're praying, you're writing down your gratitude list, and then you're getting your day started. Or it could be like, what are you doing around your lunch hours? What is your lunch routine? Are you eating and being present while you're eating? Are you eating and scrolling social media and whatnot? So it's really talking about being present within the hours and putting effort in and not looking at like, oh, what can I do within these six hours? Just taking one hour at a time and figuring out, okay, within this hour, how can I be productive? What can I do within this hour to be productive? And we're gonna talk about more about that within the segment where you're like, okay, it's about working smarter and not working harder and overexerting your energy throughout the day. By the time you get home, you'll be so exhausted that you're like, dang, all I wanna do is eat and sleep. But today, I'm gonna help you out with that to where you're working smarter and not working as hard and where you're exerting too much energy on things throughout the day. But once again, that quote is, it isn't the hours you put in, but what you put in the hours. And my next quote is, an obstacle is often a stepping stone. That's it. On our journey, there will be obstacles. There will always be obstacles, hurdles, setbacks, failures, and all that is just a stepping stone towards success. So if you're facing an obstacle right now and you're like, damn, well, I've been facing this obstacle for the past two to three weeks and I'm not getting past it. It's just a stepping stone. It's trying to, it's trying to grow you. I'm really not trying to hold you back. So that obstacle, you can get past it, but it's like, what is it trying to teach you? What is this obstacle trying to teach you on your way to success? And we're all, we all have obstacles in our lives, hurdles that we're trying to get over and trying to get past. But it's really like having that faith and having that confidence, like this obstacle is here for a reason. I'm going to embrace this obstacle and I know I'm going to get past it and I'm going to look back like <laughs> I did that shit. And the obstacle soon will be a story that you have to tell to somebody who's going to be facing that same ob- obstacle on their journey. And you're going to be able to help them out like this is what I did to get through this hurdle, through this obstacle, and you can do it too. It's just trying to grow you. It's not trying to keep you down or not trying to hold you back. So whatever obstacle you're facing right now, just know it's a stepping stone, a part of your journey. And focus on the journey, focus on where you're headed. Don't let these obstacles get you back, get you deterred, get you discouraged on on yourself. Just stay focused, stay driven, stay passionate, and just know like, yo, it's the obstacle that I have to get through on my journey. With that being said, we're going to kick off the first segment with working smarter and not working harder. But first, let me give you all a brief break and we're going to hop right back into the show. Thank you all for tuning in to Sauna I-E. Working smarter 
and not working harder. First one, eliminate distractions. Yes, distractions will eat up your time throughout the day. You, we all know that. We all like to get distracted by either social media, texting, or even there are notifications that's on our phone. And it's like, okay, I have to have some discipline and I have to eliminate my distractions, especially when I get want to get something done, when I want to be productive. And distractions like social media, texting, and notifications are proven to be the number one cause of low product productivity in work. <laughs> this most definitely relates to me. Simply because I'm always on social media or texting when I really should be working. And that's why I decided to do this segment to help us all out because I feel like we all need to eliminate distractions and really work smarter and not working harder. And I did an experiment on myself yesterday and I did this to where I eliminate the distractions. I put on airplane mode, I put, turned off my phone, put my phone on vibrate, put on do not disturb and really got focused on doing the work that I needed to do, writing out the show and being productive on my research while I was doing the show. And honestly got a lot done within my two incremental work periods, I want to say. And I'm really grateful for that. So I'm gonna start incorporating that more into my daily routine of really just eliminating distractions, putting the phone on airplane mode, do not disturb all that, and just really focusing on the work. And I bet you're wondering, okay, so how do we eliminate distractions? Like, yeah, I got social media, I can put on airplane mode, I can do not disturb with my phone. I'm still got an addiction to it. It's like a magnet. So it's like, first, decide on a specific period of time you're going to work and then turn on airplane mode or turn your phone off and put it in a different room so you don't have any distractions while you're working. And turn your phone off and really decide, okay, I'm more productive in the morning, I'm more productive in the afternoon, or I'm more productive at night. What part of the days do you feel like you're more productive to get things done? Me personally, I'm a morning through afternoon type of person. So from 8 a.m. to like five or between that time, is like when I'm highly productive and I know that's noticed that about myself. So it's really taking inventory on yourself. Like, when am I most productive? Are you most productive at night, midday, or even in the morning? So really asking yourself, like, when am I most productive? And really setting that time schedule within your schedule. Like, okay, I'm most productive at this time. So this time is when I'm gonna get my work done and really focus on not having any distractions. I'm gonna turn my airplane mode on or turn my phone off and put it in a different room and just focus on doing what I need to do. And practicing this, practicing this daily really takes your focus and productivity to a whole new level. I hope this helps. And number two, and this is something I did yesterday as well, using the Pomo, Pomodoro technique. Studies show that working in chunks of time increases productivity and work. Cut your work time down to 20 to 25 minutes and take a 10 minute rest. And this is what I did yesterday. I put on a 25 minute timer and really just stayed focused on getting my work done. When that timer went off, I took a break. Then after that 10 minutes, I got back into the got back into my uh, working flow. And I felt like that was very productive for me and very uh, beneficial overall. So while you're working, your only focus is getting that one task done. Now focusing on other tasks, especially in this era, we want to always multitask or task batch instead of focusing on one task at a time. Focusing on that one task at a time boosts productivity and you accomplish way more than a multitasking. Also something that, that I do is, like I said, the timer for 25 minutes and then I put another timer on for the 10 to 15 minute break, as well as you just continuously doing that cycle. Also within that 25 minutes, you'll be able to get whatever task you need done because you're focused on getting this task done. Like me yesterday, I was focused on doing my research and writing out the show. And I was able to get that done within that 25 minute uh, time period. 
and I'm now as I'm saying this, I'm really thinking back like I see why in school they have like 25, 30 minute classes and they give you a break and everything like that because it's like you're just giving your brain that time to recharge. You're recharging within that 10 to 15 minutes where you're getting up, stretching, getting some water, um, walking around, getting some movement, getting some sun just for that 10 to 15 minute break and then you right back at it and you feel like, okay, I'm back to being productive. Get back into that workflow state. And if you're doing this like every hour after your fourth time doing it, take a longer break or the lunch break, the 30 minutes to let your mind recharge and then get back to it. I think setting timers is like the perfect thing. I'm going to be doing this again today and really setting a 25 minute timer. So while I'm working for 25 minutes, boom, 10 minute break, working 25 minutes, 10 minute break and really staying productive with that because overall you get a lot more work done. Number three, outsource. What are your strengths? I know last two episodes I talked about writing down your strengths. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Once you determine that, you can start outsourcing tasks to other people. You can check out Fiverr or Upwork to outsource work to other people who specialize in that area and that field so that you can focus on what you need to get done. Focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses. Because whatever you're weak at, there's somebody in this world that has a strength in that, that ability. So why not outsource that task? For example, if you're good at content creation, but you're weak in staying consistent with posting that work, then outsource outsource that task to somebody who you know will be consistent with that, get you a VA, and they can really constantly post for you that you don't have to really worry about posting that it does it for you. Or there's apps that you can really just insert your content in like Buffer and later to the apps that you can use and really upload your content and it'll constantly post for you that you don't have to take that... uh, really have to put that focus on thing i gotta post three times a day or do things like that and this will help you achieve more in less time and maintain your mental peace so anything that you're doing running a business or doing some 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 type of task that you like feel like you're not strong in figure out what are your strengths and your weaknesses and then learn how to outsource certain tasks to other people to do for you number four the six goals rule Aiming to finish 20 tasks in one day will probably have you procrastinating most of your work without focusing on the quality of the work. It sounds like me. I'm always trying to do 20, 30, 40 tasks, but I know, notice that by myself, I've been taking a lot of inventory lately where I'm like, okay, I got to cut down. I'm trying to do 20 tasks a day and just cut it down to five to 10 or not even five to 10, but like five to eight or even lower, just lowering that and really just focus on getting those tasks done on a daily basis. So I don't be procrastinating like, oh, I got to do this, 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 because when we have like, we want to do 20 tasks a day, we overwhelm ourselves and we start procrastinating. Like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later. Or you start telling yourself these things, but overall you eventually don't do it. So aiming for less to no more than six tasks a day. Every day you should have like, all right, these are my main six tasks that I want to do. And this is this one I'm going to stick to. Work until you finish these six goals or six tasks for a day. And then once you finish, then you'll be like, all right, you feel like relieving, you feel like you accomplished way more because you accomplished those six huge tasks that you had within that day. Tasks you don't finish, you can always roll over to the next day and add them to tomorrow's task list. This is one of the keys to working smarter and not harder. And if you consistently finish four to five tasks daily, just stick within that five tasks daily uh, range so you don't have to overwhelm yourself. Like, oh, I gotta do six tasks or seven tasks, whatever works for you. Do that, but don't try to overwhelm yourself trying to do 20 tasks a day and then you feel all burnt out or you've been procrastinating all day. You look back like, damn, only got one of those things done. So really inventory yourself and see what is your task limit 
for the day. And don't be like, oh man, I didn't get this done. Like I said, you can roll over that task the next day if you don't finish it. Number five, plan ahead. Use this box formula. Create a box chart, four by four, write that box box chart. In the first box, top left, you're gonna have urgent and or important tasks right there that you list down to do, that you have to do now. In the box to the right, you're gonna put not urgent, but plan it accordingly that you eventually have to do. In the third box below that, you write down non-important tasks that you can delegate to somebody else, basically outsource that. And the fourth box is just box that you drop, like a drop box that stuff like you, you can do, but not necessarily need to do. So creating this box formula really helps you out to be, all right, what are my urgent tasks that I need to do? What am I not urgent, but got a plan task that I have to do? What are not important tasks, but I can delegate this to somebody else? And the fourth one, the drop box. So you really take an inventory like, okay, what are my urgent tasks that I have to do this week or that I have to do? Yeah, this, do this week, go by week or do what do you have to do today and plan ahead? Were you planning the night before? Like, all right, let me get my box chart out and see what I have to do tomorrow. What are my important tasks, least important tasks and that, or if you want to do it on a weekly basis. Also, if you don't have a calendar, get a desk calendar so you can have stuff written out, posted on the wall. I know we have a phone calendar, but we rarely look into our phone calendars unless an event pops up. So get a desk calendar that you can post on your wall or wall calendar, whatever it is, and just write out your daily task for the day. That helps you all planning ahead and planning your week ahead. That's something I do on Sundays where I have my self-care Sundays. I like to plan the week ahead and see what am I doing, getting my gym routine and workouts done, getting my shows that I have for the week, my content creation days. And that's what I'll be having. That's what I have as well as naming out my days for what I have to do. Like I have my consecration days, I have my promo days, I have my recording days and just really delegating each day to what that day is meant for. So that uh, hopefully that helps you out too. But I'm gonna give you a brief break and we go hop into the next segment of important things that actually matter in life. Thank you all for tuning in to Sana I-E. Fiverr. I bet you were wondering, like, all right, what is Fiverr? I heard you mention it in the podcast. What is Fiverr? Fiverr is an online marketplace for freelance services. Fiverr serves to allow listing and applying for small off jobs or gigs online. Jobs not listed on the platform and diverse range from a get well designed business card to helping out with the websites and everything. So anything of that nature, any type of task that you need done, you can really look on Fiverr and they will have different people within those categories on there for you that fit within your budget, as well as if you're a creator yourself, if you're a web web designer, content creator, or a VA, you can really apply on Fiverr and that can be like a side hustle for yourself. So check out Fiverr. Let me know what you think. Let's get back to the show. Important things that actually matter in life. Number one, the biggest one that we all know about is health. And I found a quote by Thomas Fuller and it said, health isn't valued till sickness comes. And that is so true. Like people don't really work on their health like they shouldn't until like a sickness comes about. They're like, okay, I want to get healthy. I want to twitch this. I want to do this. But if you start doing things, little things now, when it comes to your health, it's very, very beneficial in the long run. Like working out on a consistent basis, working out daily, 15 to 30 minutes a day and really getting some sunlight. 
as well as drinking a gallon of water a day, eating your fruits, eating your vegetables, and really just being focused on your health and where you want to be in long term when it comes to your health. Anything is possible when you're in good health. Take care of your mind, body, and soul is critical. To avoid preventable illnesses and stress, eat a healthy diet or lifestyle, as well as exercising daily. Mental health can be improved by being more present, eating well, and taking time to decompress and recharge. So focus on your health. Your health is an important thing in life. Consistent workout. If you don't like, if you haven't started working out, if you don't exercise daily, start exercising like two times a day for 15 minutes. Two times a day, 15 minutes, whether it's walking outside, um, doing some jumping jacks, doing some push-ups, doing some sit-ups, doing anything, or even going to the gym, just working out two times a day for 15 minutes and really getting that acclimated within your uh, daily routine, as well as eating a healthy diet or getting a healthy lifestyle. What works for you? What do you feel like? Okay, I want to eat more fruits and more vegetables, but I still want to maintain my meat intake where you're still eating red meat or you're eating chicken or fish or whatever it is really maintaining and figuring out what diet works for you or what lifestyle works for you because you can create your own lifestyle with things that you'd like to eat that are healthy it's about doing the research and figuring out how what will i stay consistent with when it comes to my diet slash lifestyle as well as your mental health is very very key that's why we started this but can be improved by being more present in, in situations when it comes to eating when it comes to exercising when it comes to your daily tasks and doing things as well as eating well and taking the time to decompress and recharge we all should have one day out the week where we get away from electronics get away from everything and just focus on being ourselves being within ourselves and learning ourselves and giving ourselves that time to decompress and recharge and focus on either the week ahead or the day ahead or the next day so take that time to really focus on creating a healthy diet slash lifestyle and taking the time to decompress and recharge and like get your mind back together meditating meditating you know i always talk about meditating meditate for at least five to ten minutes a day and really get focused on that number two purpose if you have a strong purpose in life you don't have to be pushed your passion will drive you there that quote was by roy t bennett we must have a purpose in life, a goal and outcome we want to achieve as we walk this earth to live a fulfilling life. When you discover your purpose, you feel like you have truly begun to live. Have you ever, like, if you haven't felt that, where it's like, oh, this is my purpose in life. You're, like, I feel like your purpose will always change. There will be a purpose when you're a kid. There will be a purpose when you're an adolescent. There's a purpose when you're in, in college. There's a purpose, purpose when you're an adult. There's a purpose when you're a, a parent. So... Your purpose will always change, but you'll be feeling like you have a purpose in life that you start fulfilling that purpose and you really begin to live. You can call it your dreams, your aspirations for your career, your own definition of success. But if you truly want to make a difference in the world, you must start with yourself. What is your purpose? Why are you here? Figuring out your purpose, like I said, it can be a parent, it can be a teacher, it can be a professor, it can be a paramedic, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever your purpose is, you know it's your purpose because you love doing it regardless. You wouldn't mind. You would do it even if you want to get paid for it. You just feel like you're really fulfilling your life's purpose. Number three, family and friendship. Family and friendship are two of the greatest facilitators of happiness. That quote was by John C. Maxwell. It's all too easy to forget how important family is to us. It's natural to be busy, but why not try to be busy with the people who matter most to us? Keep in mind that your family is priceless. 
You can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends and make them family. So family and friendships, if you've been constantly focusing on getting, being busy, staying busy, trying to be productive and everything and really avoiding that family time or being around your family, make some time with your family. Be with your, be with your family, be present with your family. Whenever you're around your family members, talk to them, have a conversation with them, be there with them, tell them you always love them. And really just talk about them, see how their day is, see how their week is, and just have a conversation where y'all just talking, having no phones, having no distractions, just having a genuine conversation with any family member that you're around. Just always be present when you're talking to them, especially with friends too. Friendships go a long way. Friends mold you. Friends shape who you are. They either hold you back or they help you grow and they challenge you. Having conversations with your friends. Uh, yesterday I had a conversation with my bro. We were just talking about the rest of this year, the plans for this year, what we want and what we want to do and things like that. And just really having them genuine conversations and listening to listen instead of listening to respond, listen to the conversation, talk to the person and seeing what they want, see what they need, see how you can help them out or how y'all can help each other out. Just having the conversation with your friends and family and really checking on people and showing them and telling them that you love them regardless. Number four, time, 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 time. Don't waste your time in anger, regrets, worries, and grudges. Life is too short to be unhappy. That quote was by Roy T. Bennett. Time is a finite resource that can be replenished. Once spent, it's reversibly lost. We'll never be able to get time back. But we can be more intentional with the time we have. We can safeguard our valuable time by allocating it to activities and people who bring us the most joy and meaning in our lives time it's like we don't we don't we know time is valuable but we feel like we'll always have time and it's like really just utilizing that time that you have and being more intentional with what you want to do with your time creating the routine routines having a schedule with your time to where your time you know your time is valuable that you don't waste it draining your energy or wasting around negative people and negative energy or nothing like that you just focus on how can I be more intentional with my time? How can I make my time more beneficial? How can I really schedule out my days and really stick to my schedule and make time for my family and make time for my friends as well as making time for myself? And like the quote with this one said, don't waste your time in anger, regrets, worries, and grudges. Being mad is a time waster. Regretful is time wasting. Worrying is time wasting. Holding grudges is time wasting. It's like life is too short to be unhappy. So... If you ever feel yourself getting angry, have any regrets, worries, or grudges, I know it won't happen overnight, but really focus on like, is this how I can, is this really purposeful for my time? Can I really, do I really have to be angry right now? Do I have to really have to hold any regrets? Regrets are just lessons. What am I really worried about? I'm living in the future instead of living in the present. Why am I holding a grudge? What is this grudge for? What am I holding a grudge for somebody for? They did that. Okay. They did that then, but why am I letting it consume all my time that I still have this grudge against them? Let it go. If somebody gets you mad or anything like that, just let it go. Take a deep breath. Let it go. You're wasting time being angry. And time, like we said, we can't get it back. Number five, peace. Gotta love the peace. And this quote that I'm about to read, is you already know, it's a famous quote by Martin Luther King Jr. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate can drive out hate. Only love can do that. When you protect your peace, You'll be able to effectively manage relationships and stressful situations. This will assist you in developing self-confidence and coming to terms with yourself. The more confident you become in your love for yourself, the more you realize you are strong enough to walk into a room full of tension and maintain your internal peace. Peace. 
shout out to meditation um said it's meditation and grab practicing gratitude being grateful it really helped me find my peace because i feel like when you're meditating you really get to know yourself and you prepare yourself for anything that's going to happen throughout the day that you know like nobody's going mess up my mental peace my mental state because you took the time in the morning within your morning routine to really meditate practice gratitude practice prayer that you know that regardless of what's going on in the outside world you maintain that inner peace within yourself and when you protect your peace like i say you're able to manage relationships and stressful situations when people or other people are stressed out around you you're like oh i got this because you know within yourself what you're capable of and you know you got to know yourself on a deeper level as you begin begin meditating and doing the little things to maintain your peace and mental health so always protect your peace if somebody's threatening your peace bring that negative energy that aggressive energy take a step back you know yourself and like nah this is disturbing my peace i'm not about to tolerate this right now and just walk away from that situation so protecting your peace is always vital number six learning 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 the more that you read the more things you will know the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. Dr. Seuss, life is a gift and making the most of it is our responsibility. You may believe you're an expert in one field only to be confronted with a challenge the next day that proves you wrong. You'll add great depth and meaning to your life if you discover and cultivate your talents through consistent learning. Learning, reading, always on every day, be an open sponge, be a student, always be willing to learn and always tell yourself you don't know it all you don't know it all whatever you've been like oh i've been doing this for 10 to 12 years da, da, da. you don't know it all so if you're always like i don't know it all you come into a situation like i don't know it all but i'm willing to learn i'm a, I'm a sponge i'm a student i'm always be a student to the game student to life so i'm always be a constant learner and then coming with that mindset like i don't know it all but i'm willing to learn it and be willing to learn for anybody especially when somebody's trying to teach you something the biggest thing is just to listen, listen to listen. Don't listen to respond or think of a response. You're just listening. And like, okay, take that in because you never know what information, what knowledge, what gems they're going to be dropping on you when you're just listening to that conversation. So learning, always be constant learning, always rereading a book, always just looking on YouTube. Be a constant learner to the game, to life. Number seven and the final one, L-O-V-E. Love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. The most powerful force in the universe is love. We receive understanding, mercy, joy, and forgiveness through love. Even if you don't love your life, you can find meaning and purpose by loving things or people in your life. Love one another. Love one another. <laughs> love what we do. Love the earth. Love every moment we are given. Love. Everything starts with love. If you don't love your life, love the people that send it and figure out why don't I love my life or what what am I doing that, what can I do to where my life is more meaningful, purposeful, where I love my life, love every day of my life. And it's really, take that inventory, take that time with yourself and figure out if you don't love your life, why don't you do it? And really writing down, journal, journaling, and really getting to know like, okay, how can I be better, do better? Or how can I make my life better and be more loving? And if you don't, love your life right now you can always reach out to me and we can work on and figure out okay what's going on how can we get you to love your life more and love and appreciate your life 
but that's the last one. That's number seven. I appreciate y'all tuning into today's episode of working smarter, not harder, as well as really realizing what are the important things that actually matter in life. With that being said, I hope you have a great weekend. I know it's like a Memorial Day weekend. I know everybody's going to be out barbecuing, eat some barbecue for me. Also, check out the website, sanai.com. The link will be in the show notes. Leave a review. Share the show. And check out the uh, the merch. The merch we have on Memorial Day sale going on right now. Get 25% off using the code SANAI. And let me know what y'all think. Can't wait for y'all to really check out the latest merch. Appreciate y'all. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Take care of one another. Love one another. Cherish one another. Have those conversations with the people around you. Cherish your friendships. Be present this weekend if you're out going to barbecues, family parties, or anything of that nature. Being present talking to people, getting to know people, and just really having a conversation with the ones that you love. With that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Personal growth isn't a matter of learning new information, but unlearning old limits. Have a great weekend.